0: As the world was watching, President Biden attempted to convince Americans that his memory and state of mind were good. It was a most contentious press conference that showcased his cognitive decline in real time. Attorney and former federal prosecutor Sidney Powell talks about the special counsel's report and the Supreme Court arguments on the 14th Amendment to keep Trump off the ballot. And then Senator Josh Hawley says, that Attorney General Merrick Garland is at a crossroads. Either charge Joe Biden with the crime or use the 25th Amendment to remove him from office. You can't have it both ways. Attorney Jordana Schipanelli and political analyst Booker Scott talked about the strategy to replace Joe Biden in the upcoming election. And can the GOP retain the House and pick up the Senate in 2024? It's all next on Viewpoint this Sunday. It is time to put away the bias, the lies and deceit and bring forth real talk from real people about real news providing the out loud truth and capturing the essence of a new generation all in a fast-paced tower. This is Viewpoint This Sunday. Welcome to the weekend news magazine, Viewpoint This Sunday. It is Malcolm Out Loud here and About every week we say, what a week of news, but I don't think any could top this week, my fellow Americans. Uh, It is an incredible wow. Three wows. Wow, wow, wow. It it was something else here. All the news that happened and it happened so fast that it it almost was hard to keep up with things that would have been big stories that fell quickly down like like an election. (laughs) Like what was going on in Nevada, like all of these things, like what was happening there? Uh, barely nobody could pay attention with all these other big breaking stories, and uh, the the big one here is what transpired with a special counsel report. Ro- Robert Hurd. we're going to jump into that and a whole lot more here. Welcome into the broadcast here. Privileged to have you with us. We'll start off here with Sydney Powell joins me, and uh, Sydney, attorney, uh, former federal prosecutor, uh, author of that big book, "License to Lie," and uh, wow. Uh, Sydney, this, these are. The, what, what do they say that? How does that go again? These are the best of times. These are the worst of times. But these are times, aren't they? Historical.
1: <laughs> yes. What is the Chinese curse? May you live in interesting
0: times. <laughs> it is indeed all. we definitely that.
1: got that one perfected.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. It, it's stunning sometimes the news. All right, so here we go. Here, up to now while Republicans and, oh, millions of tens and probably hundreds of millions of Americans were talking about Biden's obvious cognitive decline. I mean, that's just not a a deniable point there. Uh, In Democrat circles, they attempted to make it their best kept secret. Didn't work so well, but they've been playing that card best they could uh, with the assistance, of course, of their pals in the media. Well, that was blown out of the water on Thursday in this uh, public 345-page document from the Justice Department and Special Counsel Robert Herr. And the report recommended against charging Joe Biden, arguing that his forgetfulness, even about the dates of his vice presidency or the year of his son's death, they say, would make it difficult to prove in court that he had criminal intent when he accumulated the classified documents at his residence, uh, which we've all seen those images now at this point uh, her went on to say that uh, uh, that this uh, his own interview with biden uh, was uh, kind of like a sympathetic well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory so is this is this a reasonable thing can somebody get off with this i mean is that a defense of sorts or what
1: <laughs> yes yeah, defense is he's mentally incompetent to stand in trial <laughs> Yeah. But it's OK for him to be president of the United States. I mean, this is incomprehensible. But, you know, we have known that Biden has had severe mental defects since he, quote, campaigned for president from his basement. I mean, it is obvious that the man has had dementia for years. It You can almost see him having many strokes during press conferences. And that's been true for the whole time. So what I find astounding is their willingness to whitewash all of this and excuse him to keep him in power a few more months, which means that somebody we don't know, we didn't elect, is and has been running the country for the entire Biden term. But that's why he was installed. He was installed so other people could run the country because they knew he couldn't do it and he'd be the perfect puppet. They either had enough blackmail on him or he was sufficiently mentally incompetent
0: or both. Garland's decision to release this now um uh, has it, been very controversial. Uh, Democrats are ripping uh, just ripping pissed over this thing about him releasing the report to begin with uh now Rod Rosenstein, the um uh, you know who he is and uh the uh, former yeah. uh, deputy uh, bars and uh, he recommended uh. Uh, he says that her recommended no charges because anyone involved, Rob Hurd, didn't issue a public report, Rosenstein said. He wrote a confidential internal memo. Attorney General Garland made the decision to release it. A lot of the reports I've read, they are suggesting that Garland kind of didn't have a choice because this would have came out and would have put him in a corner when it would have happened. But normally these cats play along, though, Sydney, and they don't do it if it's going to upset an election. We've seen that before with James Comey and others. What was what was the impetus here? Was it just that simple with Garland or why would he release this? Because the Berg Damond report, he had to know that.
1: Yeah, this completely damning of his <clears throat> mental incapacity. I think they are ready to phase Biden out. I think he has served as much as he can serve of their useful purposes. And they're going to phase him out and put somebody else in at the last minute at their convention.
0: A lot of schools have thought of that. Some people think I get, I get so many reports. I mean, some people, and I I don't really have a sense of this. I don't like some people are saying it's going to be that they are going to put Kamala in there. One of the most disliked politicians ever uh, there, but others say it will be Newsom coming in from California at the last moment. They might even do that at the DNC at the convention. Uh, they're saying, because they can do that. And of course, the DNC always picks the candidate. Uh, just look at Donna Brazil and what happened with Bernie Sanders. I mean, we know this. It's not a secret. So this right. would not be, not be very unusual to do that. Others think they're going to bring Michelle Obama in at the last moment. And and I just think that's insane. But I hear that a lot in circles as well. What What do you how do you size it up?
1: Well, for some reason, I don't think it's going to be Gavin Newsom. I think he's just too weak. I don't think he'd get them anywhere. But, But then we have to remember that they picked the two worst candidates in the history of the country, probably, when they ran Biden and Harris, who couldn't even carry her home state. And they forced them up their noses with a fork of fraud that was visible to the entire world. But yet they want to keep denying it. So, You know, depending on whatever machine they have and what plans for fraud they have for this election and how they're going to pull it off, we could experience the same thing again, which I find just absolutely appalling. I'm encouraged by the fact there's some election integrity measures around, but it's not near enough until we go to paper ballots hand counted. We can't count on the results of any of our elections. And I'm very concerned about what kind of crap they're going to pull this time around. In terms of candidates, I I really don't think it's going to be Harris. I don't think even the Democrats like her anymore. Um, That was just a uh, put a a black woman on the ticket as vice president move. So I I don't know. I don't see a good candidate anywhere in the country other than Trump.
0: Yeah. Wow. Incredible. And listen to that statement you just make right there with everything that's happened and what you've been through. And now that that's interesting to me, Sydney, you, 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 what a sense of um, credibility that is, uh, that you make that statement right there, everything that's transpired. You still believe in your heart of hearts right now that that statement is accurate.
1: I do. I, I can't think of any other person in the country who has the fortitude uh, to do what needs to be done to get this country out of the mess, the horrible, unbelievable mess that from the Obama administration and this third term of Obama have, have put the country in.
0: If, from a legal standpoint, too, I want you to speak about this because, okay, so they're saying here that uh, her says that the direct interactions and observations of the president, uh, he he and his team, the special counsel on his team would be very difficult to convince a jury, uh, or probably even a set of martians at that point, that they should convince him uh, could convict him, you know, and convince the uh, the, the jury that is, uh, because you got a man that's well into his eighties. Uh, serious felony requires a mental state of will will uh, willfulness, you know, basically. Uh, So Senator Josh Hawley, the the Republican out of Missouri, he says that, and of course, he was the AG in Missouri, uh, I think it's 2017, 2019, something like that. And um, he says that this is at a crossroads, uh, the uh, special counsel, because they kind of can't have it both ways. Uh, by not charging the president and also declining to recommend, you can't, like, You well, you even said that a few minutes ago. You can't leave a dude like in there to run the country when he can't even stand trial for his crimes. Clearly, the special counsel knows he committed these crimes. We see the images. We know it all happened. Of course, they deny and like they do everything. But Holly says, I'm calling on Garland publicly now to do what I think is required under the law in the Constitution uh, to charge this president or he will go uh, uh, or he will go to the cabinet and tell them, I believe we have to invoke the 25th Amendment. He's got to do one or the other. If he doesn't, it will just confirm what everybody thinks, that there are two tiers of justice and that Garland himself is completely complicit in the corruption of this administration. What do you say to those comments?
1: I think he's exactly right. There, there's really no legitimate alternative. I mean, frankly, I agree that he shouldn't be prosecuted for that because I don't think President Trump should be being prosecuted for that either.
0: Now, hold and on. Why President is that? Hold Trump- on. Explain why that is. Are you saying because they, and I ask that because, is that because they were former presidents and some people think they shouldn't be because of that? Or why, why do you say that?
1: There probably isn't a president in the history of the country who hasn't either intentionally or accidentally taken some papers with them when they left office that were top-secret SCIs. They call it uh, PSSCI, top-secret special compartmentalized information. It's the really super-secret stuff. Now, if you'll remember back during the Hillary Clinton email debacle, she had scads of F.C.I. materials and had cut, she'd had staff or somebody cut the markings off of them and send them to her over her BlackBerry. And, and nobody prosecuted any of that. And she was only secretary of state,
2: mm.
1: but yet they'll prosecute a, a submariner for taking pictures of himself with the submarine in the background and send him to Gitmo or something. So the double standard is is beyond the pale, but in terms of presidents keeping some papers, um, I don't think there was anything wrong with what President Trump did. His were in a secure room, at least. Biden's weren't even that. But the most important thing about this report is the absolute condemnation of any mental competency on his behalf whatsoever, And I do think with that finding and that information, the attorney general is obligated to institute the process of the 25th Amendment or Congress should go ahead and impeach him on that.
0: Strategically, and based on what you said earlier about the election, what they're doing, and if he has served his usefulness, uh, it seems to me, I'm guessing now, but I'm thinking here in the next many weeks, days and weeks, we're going to be hearing a lot more about this 25th amendment like it's going to be i think one of the hottest conversations going because i think the pressure in heat is going to be too much and they may have to do that in which case that would usher in kamala harris as the first uh woman president in our history wow what a landmark moment that will be is that could that be a scenario that plays out
1: uh, that could be, but I think that may be one reason why the twenty fifth amendment isn't invoked here and they just leave it the way it is.
0: And still have until the puppets we get to
1: the election.
0: And have the puppets run everything. Right. Because everybody knows Biden is we've said this from the beginning, he's not running it, and that's pretty clear now, isn't it?
1: Yes. It's it's been clear to most of us the whole time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: he couldn't even tie his shoes when he was elected. He didn't know where he was. He still doesn't know where he is.
0: Yeah, yeah. He can't
1: walk down the steps of the plane. He doesn't know who the president of Egypt is. He's talking about dead presidents of uh, France and Germany. I mean, the man just doesn't know anything about, he has no sense of reality anymore. Frankly, it's elder abuse.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. And it's by, by his wife as well, Jill Biden, uh, Dr. Jill Biden, is many feel guilty of this uh exercise to do this to her husband. I mean, she's got to know. Oh, well, not she's got to know. She definitely knows. I mean, this well, thing is both, off the
1: They're reins. both completely compromised by all the evil and illegal things the whole family has done for the entire time he's been in public office, probably. And, and otherwise, frankly, I mean, I think he's got a, a serious problem with children and sexual activity. But, Aside from that, the man is just not fit to serve in any sort of office. But it's been going on for, what, three or four decades now?
0: Mm, Wow. What you say right there uh, gives me chills, uh, what you just said. But, you know, I I would follow that up and say, uh, Sydney, only in America.
1: Right. Which is a very sad comment in more ways than one.
0: Well, that's why I say it. Only in America. Wow.
1: Yeah.
0: And, you know... um, he is vice president. Only the president can deal with those classified documents in the way that you just said. And you're exactly right. All the presidents in our history have done that. A VP, they've all done it as well, even though they're not supposed to. Frankly, I'll go a step further. Our senators, our Congress folks, they all do it as well. And fact, Sydney, one last step, even I bet you the custodian has secured documents in at their home.
1: Huh. Yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me.
0: I mean, they, they've all got them, so I mean it's a joke. But yet they selectively want to go after Trump, and then they were pressed to have to push Biden because all that surfaced at the wrong time. I guess the cards played the way they played. Interesting,
1: very interesting.
0: It is and one. In one footnote, I will say to you, Sydney, when I see Biden, and as you just expressed, the elder abuse and the wife, and all of these things that go on. You know, and I know it's become sort of a late night sort of conversation or joke with this forgetfulness and all of this. But, you know, I will say to you, I and, I and I really mean this sincerely, I don't wish this upon anybody. And I find it a sad state of affairs. And I got to tell you, when I seen our 40th president in his after he left office in his retirement, Ronald Reagan, what he went through, uh with and it was so sad and that dementia and the alzheimer's with nancy i mean such a historic figure and to see in his later years that it happened it saddened me so much at this that moment sydney that we didn't have an answer yet for dementia and alzheimer's in our nation and i I felt like there's got to be some i mean why can't we fix this thing that we i keep hearing like we got they have you know advances in this but nothing ever happens and I know this is a medical thing, but now we see Biden going through it and everybody makes a joke out of it. And But I just think, isn't it a sad state of affairs that in 2024, with all the things we can do, we still haven't been able to uh, supposedly resolve this uh, cognitive decline, Alzheimer's and dementia, that s- uh, saddens and destroys so many lives and steals the lives of people in their golden years. Is that accurate statement?
1: Yes, I think it is. It is a very sad state of affairs. I wouldn't wish it on anybody, but we certainly can't have it in the president of the United States of America. He should never have been put in office
0: in any way. This next big blockbuster story, Sydney is, and I, and I did listen to the backdrop to, they went on for a good part of the day, but the Supreme court, uh, And this is about the Trump throwing Trump off the ballot. Uh, This is the 14th Amendment now is what we're talking about here. And um, so this was fascinating. And uh, Justice uh, Kagan says, uh, what's a state doing deciding who other citizens get to vote for president? Chief Justice John Roberts says that. if the court disqualifies Trump, other states may move in very quick order to boot Democratic candidates from the ballot. Not a scenario. That's a pretty daunting consequence, right. the Chief Justice says. And uh, Kavanaugh echoed the same sentiments and said, "What transpired in this litigation fell woefully short of what due process demands." He declared, "Well, that's a novel approach, isn't it? A due process ah, in right. America, geez, Louise." Yeah. For Trump, nonetheless, I mean, what the hell is he talking about, uh, Sydney? Come on. Um, Trump
1: doesn't get due process. Right. This whole thing happened because Colorado decided he couldn't be on the ballot because he was an insurrectionist. Now, of course, he's never had a trial on the merits anywhere as to whether he is an insurrectionist or not. Aside from the fact most of us agree now that there was really not an insurrection. That's just a label the Democrats like to put on it for this very reason and to damage as many people as they can possibly damage. But uh, the, the issue is, I, well, the 14th Amendment is, is complicated. Section three of the 14th Amendment is complicated. And the arguments really went into the weeds on all kinds of constitutional issues and the ramifications of a couple of prior decisions that were not by the Supreme Court. But at, at bottom, it would open a parade of horribles to allow Colorado uh, Supreme court to decide who can be on the ballot and deprive all kinds of citizens of their right to vote for the person of their choice. And I don't think it's going to survive.
0: I mean, did, did Colorado consider any of that and, and Maine as well? And other States are just holding right now. They're holding their cards back. Uh, but, uh, they were ready to play them out to the point of what Chief uh, Roberts said there. Uh, and then you'd have the other states come in and we'd have like a Wild West uh, affair with the election. It would be a disaster. So so much for the less so-called exactly. democracy, right, at that point, huh?
1: <laughs> right. I know. You know, they always uh, use the words, but they never walk the walk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and of course, they never use the words constitutional republic. <laughs> That's uh, that, right. that's that's Satan talk to the left, uh, uh, Sydney. You know, so
1: that's true. Yes, but yeah. they always accuse everyone on the um, that favors the constitutional republic of doing the evil deeds that they have actually been doing themselves.
0: Yes. Any question in your mind? It appears from what we could see from the arguments that day, although they didn't get well. How does the ruling come back? Are you pretty well uh, secure in your thoughts that it comes back and? Based on all this and doesn't hold uh, that, you know, he's on the ballot everywhere. They can't do that.
1: I think it may be a split decision, but it does sound to me like it will be reversed. And it certainly should be reversed. I hope it's going to be a unanimous decision that it comes back. But I gather that the district court, the trial court in Colorado made some sort of finding that he was an insurrectionist but did it without allowing the defense to put on evidence to contradict what they were using to find it. And they apparently used the January 6th report of the committee that wasn't even properly constituted, aside from the fact that's all hearsay and double hearsay and triple hearsay and shouldn't have been admitted. And they also used um, something else that that shouldn't have been admitted and just, just made that finding. So there was no due process in the determination that he was, quote, an insurrectionist at all. But then the, the constitutional argument turned on all kinds of constitutional history and uh, prior decisions. And it's it's really an in-the-weeds argument.
0: Now that we're in right in the election season and 2024 is right in front of us, of course, he's, uh, Trump was being tied up in a lot of these court hearings, uh, civil suits and everything else. Um, do you what is your uh, thought process through the rest of the year? It, we were debating up to the end of last year whether he would be able to get through to the election, uh, Sydney, through all the primaries for the election without, you know, one of these cases getting to a, uh, a point of a decision that could be. With all those charges, as you know how the courts work, you don't have to be guilty to be charged of something. I mean, it happens all the time. and, and That's
1: for sure. Yes,
0: right. I mean, definitely you,
1: it does. That's why I wrote Conviction Machine and License to Lie, right. Exposing Corruption in the Department of Justice. They can indict the proverbial ham sandwich if that's what they want to do. And they've done it increasingly in the Biden administration and used the law as a political weapon to prosecute their adversaries. People see that the the more they attack him, the stronger they make him. And I don't think any of the criminal cases will be going to trial before the election. It's far too late in the year now for that to happen.
0: Yeah, that's what I wanted to hear. I, I wanted to hear what you thought on that. And you you feel you you still feel pretty strongly about that, then? Yeah,
1: I do. But if they do frankly, it will only make him stronger because the American people will be even more outraged about the whole thing than they are now. And it would be nonstop publicity for him every single day. I mean, the Americans are just fed up beyond belief with the double standard that the Democrats have imposed on us, the, the censoring of our speech at every turn, social media, the collusion, the conspiracy, frankly, with social media to keep of truth from being out there or even differing points of view, it's it's all absolutely appalling and nothing I ever thought I would see as a citizen of America. And, and that's true of, of far more than the majority of American citizens in this country.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you think at this point they're getting nervous, the, the Democrat machine and the left and the globalist movement? that has obviously happened in our country. Uh, do you think they're getting a bit nervous more at this point based on everything we just discussed and the fact that we're now in the heat of this and they have not been able to uh, take him out yet? And and one last point to that point, Sydney, and a final thought from you. I talk to people even recent times here that that do believe that They better have good security around Donald Trump at this point because they haven't been able to take him out any other way. And I I choose those words very carefully what I say there. But uh, I say them just the same.
1: I mean, that's been my concern from the very beginning that they went to so much effort to take him out of office. I was very concerned that there is no way they will let him back in and there is nothing they won't do to stop that from happening. I pray to God that I am wrong.
0: I pray to God you're wrong as well there.
1: Lots of prayers going up that the truth comes out in this country on every single issue that's important to us, that we can root out the corruption that has infected every aspect of our government at every level, and that we can restore justice in this republic.
0: Uh, republic org. Defending the Republic.org is a a movement that uh, Sydney has uh, worked on to secure that freedom and justice. Uh, Take a look there and support uh, the movement and what uh, she is doing. Also, the books are in the America Out Loud bookstore. Also, as you listen to Viewpoint this Sunday... They'll actually even be on the front page. If you look a little bit down past the news feed on the front page, friends, you'll see the current books of our guests that are on the shows this week uh, from all the various shows on the network are right there, so you can easily access them. And that's why we do it that way to make it easy. You'll see Sydney's books right in there as well to be able to secure them. Sydney, uh, thank you for your uh, your your candid comments and uh, and your um you're a great American. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Malcolm. Back at you.
0: Uh, Now, uh, we're doing some pretty heavy lifting back at AmericaOutloud.news, new shows, new programs, new things coming up here all the time. Uh, This is a very busy year. It's an important year. It's an important year. We need all hands on deck. We need all people who love our country, who support America first, who understand the the stakes and the risk uh, of uh, our nation and what we leave to future generations of this great land. Please, I beg of you to help us. Share the out loud truth. Help us save our great nation and uh get bring people to action. Okay, that's it. And we honor all opinions and thoughts. We have diversity of thought, diversity of opinion. I think you know me well enough now to know that uh that's how I see the world as America is a, is a shiny city of thoughts. It's a collection of thoughts. It's a diversity of thoughts and opinions. And, uh, and we're okay to have those conversations. We, we, we're not going to agree with uh, globalists and Marxists who, who do that, but we certainly understand there are vast opinions out there. Uh, so we welcome that here at America Out Loud. Help us share the news, the information out there. We have an incredible uh, lineup of just brilliant people, amazing people, the best in class. Uh, and uh, it is uh, clearly a gift from God to be able to uh, play in this arena and work hard uh, to save our nation with these amazing patriots. So please support them and support those stories out there. Uh, that's important. Uh, Shop is um, the place to go for all of the things for healthy lives, some exciting things going on in there. And you'll also see the featured offers Uh, back at americawallow.news under the uh, top stories there'll always be a featured offer there Uh, this week it's from the wellness company it's that emergency kit where you get the ivermectin and the uh, hydroxychloroquine uh, budesonite nebulizers. a phenomenal kit great to take on travel or have at the house for emergency situations when you need this stuff and you don't have it it's a real problem uh, so you use the code out loud uh, to get that discount uh, always on these products okay uh, from the shop america But but uh, that's the wellness company there okay another big part of the program coming up now with another great legal mind and one in a great political mind in just moments uh, more viewpoint in just a moment America Out Loud talk radio app is on Android or Apple. It's the perfect way to listen in to the new generation of talk shows and hosts who are ready to inform and inspire. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Who's got time for a nasal invasion messing up your lifestyle? Crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new co Rx throat spray to your order with the coupon code OUTLOUD, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop. That's AmericaOutloud.shop. And use coupon code out loud.
2: Use
1: CofixRx
3: because it works.
2: Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first
0: order. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Expert opinions, honest debate, and in-depth investigations are what you've come to expect from AmericaOutloud.News. We don't shy away from speaking the truth boldly and plainly. All that's missing is the propaganda that has infected legacy and social media. Get the best of down and dirty, wholesome American speak. now is our time my fellow americans america out loud talk radio liberty and justice for all welcome back to Viewpoint this sunday it is indeed malcolm out loud here and as always a privilege to be with you my fellow americans thank you for joining me on the mission here and to all of our dear friends around the world we have some great listeners around the world uh, really some of our great countries all over europe they love to listen to america out loud uh in australia new zealand japan Cause some great countries great followers and privileged to have you join the broadcast friends uh, thank you Uh, Now, big lift today here. We're doing some, you know, this is a big news cycle and we're right in the thick of it all here. And so uh, beyond all the other things that have happened, we also are in an election mode that is going to, uh, you know, uh, decide the future of our nation is what it's going to decide. And uh, we have a Senate that is up for grabs. We have the House of Representatives that is, as you know, uh, could go either way, basically. And you uh, know, then of course the presidency as well. So you've got all the branches of government, all the local races. It's going to be a big year here, 2024, to be sure here. Uh, before we get on to uh, some of the, uh, we'll, we'll get back to some of the things happened with Biden and some of the other reports happening, but I want to jump into the Senate race right now. Big conversation here with a great legal mind and a great political mind. Both are here, here. Uh, both of these people have great respect for. Uh, Jordana Schifanelli joins me. She's an attorney, an economist, an adjunct professor of law and economics at the U.S. Naval Academy, Annapolis. Uh, just a terrific voice. One of my favorites. Uh, she stood for and strong for election. She fought against CRT. Fought for, to save the children. Fought against schools. Ran for lieutenant governor, Maryland. Uh, her and her husband are just a power couple, really up there. And uh, and one of my favorite political voices, frankly, and I proudly say that is Booker Scott. Uh, Booker host. Truth be told, with Booker Scott here on the America Loud Network, it's a must listen. Listen to it every day, 6 p.m. weekdays. Uh, He's also the founder and president of SaveYourRepublic.org, interesting site uh, that uh, helps people with election integrity. I launched that back in 22. It's worth telling you that's great radio background. So we're going to have a great conversation here. Uh, I want to start, Jordana, with you and talk about this Senate race. And I'll tell you, you're the first one that came to my mind when I seen the headlines and I said, oh, wow. So Larry Hogan, uh, who you know pretty well there because uh, you ran against him up in Maryland has just launched a U.S. Senate bid, uh, which the headline from the Washington Post said it that it will boost the GOP's quest to retake the majority. And uh, so uh, now I want to read you this quick from the post. It says here, Jordana, national Republicans, including Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, uh, recruited Hogan this year. Uh, The last minute bid launched so quickly his campaign website was not even finished as the announcement video landed. Uh, It all kind of developed late, McConnell said, to be sure. Uh, And uh, what McConnell says, Jordan, I'd like you to speak about, he says he's immensely popular in that area. And who would have thought he would be competitive in a blue state like Maryland? We clearly will be. So talk to me. Is Larry Hogan the right one for this Senate bid? And uh, what do you think about uh, McConnell's comments?
3: Well, Mitch McConnell is absolutely mistaken. Um, I live in Maryland uh, and I can tell you that Larry Hogan is just the opposite. So, And the reason I say that goes back eight years. So the first four years of Hogan administration was welcomed by Maryland Republicans, by all of us, with great joy because he promoted change Maryland uh, uh, policies. Um, Let's get back to business. Let's get back to work. That was the that was Hogan's promise in, in in first four years, and he was easily reelected the next four years. The problem started when President Trump got into office, and every single day after that, Larry Hogan would be tweeting, retweeting, posting anti-Trump, anti-patriotic uh, statements. He became a very quickly a uh host on CNN's uh Meet the Press or Dana Bash show whatever the name is I don't watch CNN so I don't I can't tell you exactly the name of the show but he was there every Sunday over the weekend Uh, bashing President Trump's America, Make America Great Again, America First policies. And it became clear that the last four years of Hogan's uh, governorship in Maryland was focused on the next or the future political career of uh, Larry Hogan and not so much about the people. What what really became a disaster is when COVID hit. And at that time, Larry Hogan decided that he's going to shut down the entire Maryland economy and small businesses. So he shut down churches. He shut down restaurants. He shut down uh, uh, gyms. He shut down schools. His school board, uh, his board of education, state board of education, became the Black Lives Matter political activism on steroids. The children were Invited to go protest against the police during the police riots, as your Mm -hmm. listeners could remember, Uh, burning the Lafayette Church and causing riots in Baltimore and D.C., which is in the outskirts of our uh, Montgomery County. It became a disaster. The school Mm -hmm. children lost learning. It was a irreparable harm on the children
0: at that moment you're talking about through covid at that point we had a red america and a blue america what do i mean by that we had some areas and states that wanted to open up the world back open up their cities and states and towns and our country back up to commerce and life and breathe again and take the damn mask off and all of that stuff. And then you had these other blue jurisdictions who wanted to lock down, mandate, tamper down. And there was a fight within our country. You're saying to me that the governor there at that time played really the blue state mentality or the blue, that, that kind of a lockdown mandate, husha, that's what you're saying, is that correct?
3: Oh, it's worse than that. It wasn't just put your mask on and shut up. It was he went so far to the left, to the radical left, right. that he actually instituted 1-800 number. And we use in Maryland, call it a snitch line. So if any person is seen together for, for Thanksgiving with more than eight people at the dinner table, that person is supposed to call the police, the FBI, wow. the snitch line to report their neighbors. To me, gr- growing up in communist Yugoslavia in the 80s and 70s, that is worse than the Stalin regime during the Stalin and Tito's wow. regime, Harry. I mean, it is so bad. So, safe, so to say, bad. safe to
0: it say, safe to say you don't so think bad. he'd be a good candidate for United States Senate then. <laughs>
3: well, you not. Know, it, it's literally, uh, uh, it's literally the opposite.
0: Somebody's got to win the Senate there, the Senate seat. Is it better to have a Democrat in there, or is it? And this is a tough question for you. Better to have a Democrat in there, or better if you only have two choices, or is it better to have Larry Hogan in there? Which one?
3: so I'll tell you what, the Democrat is uh, has been running, has been in Congress for so many terms. Dave Trone, he was a steady, strong Democrat in a Democrat, two-third Democrat state. Okay. Dave Trone is going to win no matter what Larry Hogan does.
0: All right, put that there aside a moment here. Booker, Booker Scott, let me get you in here on this here. We're talking about the Senate here, the Senate race. All right. The quandary is, this is a perfect scenario of what we're dealing with right now. We we hear the words left, right, rhinos, uh, you know, far left, whatever. So here you have a race that they're saying might be competitive. Jordana, who has intimate knowledge of this, uh, these people in that race, says it's not really that way at all. So what's better in that case? Is it better to have a Democrat in these races? Uh, Is it better to have more R's, even though they're going to vote wishy-washy, which kind of messes the whole pie up? You see the problem, Booker, and because and, you could actually put this on a lot of different Senate races and House races and have the same problem here. Uh, that's a real problem, isn't it? I mean, what's better then? Is it a rhino or a Republican better than a Democrat or does it matter? Or wh- What do you think?
2: I think it's a tough question. And I think it's a good question. It's one that I would side with. It is better to have the Republican in name only than it would be to have a leftist Democrat. But I think it also points to the bigger problem that the Republican party is dealing with right now. And I believe I asked the question the other night on my show is the GOP in shambles and maybe it's an identity crisis. Uh, You look at Nikki Haley in Iowa pulling about 18%. That's about where she's polling. And those are the anti-Trump, the never-Trumpers who Larry Hogan would fit into that category. Uh, yet the populist movement of the Republican Party is the majority of the Republican Party, yet the RNC and the GOP, do not they don't really want to recognize that yet. And when you come into these Senate races, there's a great opportunity for the Republicans coming up in 24 with 23 seats being defended by the Democrats and the Republicans only defending about 10, and those 10 are solid seats so the opportunity for red wave to regain power in the senate is really important in 24 and there is some low-hanging fruit Uh, look at west virginia that will flip to jim justice look at michigan we have a democrat senator that is retiring there and that is a great opportunity for the republicans and there are others So I would point out that the most important races in 24 are going to be these Senate races, because regardless of who wins, if it's Donald Trump, you want him to have the power and authority to appoint the people that will make a difference in his second term. And without 56, 57 senators, uh, uh, Jordana mentioned uh, Mitt Romney and Susan Collins and Murkowski, those type of Republicans would hold up some of those confirmations. A guy like Mike Davis, who would be a great attorney general, would never be confirmed. So these Senate races are so, so important.
0: Yeah. So you you think it's uh, then likely they can take the Senate back, Booker?
2: Yes, I do. I think there's some low-hanging fruit. There are a lot of races the Democrats are defending, and that's not the case with the Republicans. So the opportunity for a Senate red wave is 24. It was not in 22.
0: Let me ask you this. Do you think it's – can they – I mean, knowing how badly the house is doing right now, and back to your point of your show just a couple of days ago, but how screwed up the GOP is, and I would I would certainly uh, second that notion. Uh, notion there. Uh, do you think that uh, uh, that, that they're going to blow the house, or do you think they can retain that at this point?
2: I believe they can retain it. You know, there there are 435 of those elections, and they are so local, and fortunately, so many people are awake, and I believe the way things affect people at home will do a great deal in determining those races. And people are hurting in America right now. The credit card debt is the highest it's ever been. And delinquencies are the highest it's ever been. So the real kitchen table issues, which I think are going to be, the border is going to be a huge one. And I think the economy is going to be huge as well. Uh,
0: Mike Johnson is people are really questioning his leadership ability as speaker, uh, I mean, they're, they're, some believe that he's there risk in the House right now with this craziness going on. What do you what do you think?
3: I think Booker has uh, nailed uh, uh, this this answer when he said that there is an identity identity crisis with the Republicans. I think individual citizens are so sick and tired of. Republicans with no guts and courage. So getting strong Republicans is going to be race by race basis. It's not going to be the RNC's leadership because the RNC doesn't exist and the leadership is gone. If you ask me, they are despicable, including Maryland GOP, despicable. But individual candidates who who resonate with their constituents and their voters, those are going to be the messengers of hope and freedom for Republicans to okay. regain uh, the seats. So and, I and, believe it's going to be okay. race by race.
0: This wicked press conference that Biden had, and uh, so uh, many Republicans now, including Josh Hawley, which I was quoting in front of the broadcast, and others have come out now and said, "You, you, you've now they've they've got him guilty." The special counsel says he is guilty. The special counsel says he has no no cognitive ability to understand what's going on, and that he's a, he's an elderly man that uh, is is kind of uh, you know uh, nasty and really not a good communicator. And I mean, they put it all in the report there. So as Holly said and others, you either got to charge a 25th Amendment at this point or you got to charge Biden. It's one or the other. You can't have it both ways. Uh, what do you say to that, Booker?
2: Well, politically, I wouldn't want the 25th Amendment, but I agree with that. You have to charge him or you have to get rid of him. If he's not, but they're not willing to charge Trump.
0: him. But they're not willing to charge him because he's not mentally capable. And, and even Sidney said up front of the program, when somebody has a cognitive decline of that nature, you you can't charge them, and it's not going to win. So how the hell can he be president when you say yeah. we, you want to charge the Twenty Fifth Amendment? You almost have to do the Twenty Fifth Amendment.
2: Uh, you do, but is that not what the Democrats probably want? And I go back to when all of these classified documents were found. I actually wrote an article, January seventeenth, twenty twenty-three, that said that they are done with Biden. His usefulness yeah. is over. Yeah. And I go back to that article a lot and think about it. Could they not have hidden those documents longer? And I would say they probably could. They hid Hunter. No, Biden's let me life let me jump in. So you you
0: kind of think that they're going to play this? Hold on a minute. That's interesting. What you're saying that they may intentionally this twenty fifth amendment is a tripwire. For the Republicans to push that issue, because the left is very clever. Hold on. So the left doesn't do it, but they push the right to do it. And then the right becomes the big, bad, bad asses in the country to do the 25th Amendment on the president. Is that a strategy, Booker?
2: It could very well be. They just did the same thing on the border. They just they just tried to pass yep. something that wasn't yep. going to pass in the House, yep. and yep. now it is the Republicans' fault for what's happened at the border for the last three years.
0: Uh, <laughs> you can't so, make this stuff up. You cannot no, you make cannot. it up. It's is impossible it? to make it up. They, they, they switch up. Okay, Jordana, uh, this uh, 25th Amendment, you're an attorney, uh, and a good attorney, so you look at the legalities of this case you see the special counsel comes out you see Biden speak the other day he's mixing everything up it's all backwards he doesn't know what's everybody knows now if the left was trying to hide that you can no longer hide it the world's seen what was happening they know what's taking it's not a late night joke and it's not a funny matter we don't wish dementia or Alzheimer's on anybody period end stop but this man is in decline cannot be president what do you do what do you do at this point your what do we do
3: I don't know why we make such a big confusing issue over this. We knew who Biden was and what Biden's mental capacity was 4 years ago. So yeah. this is nothing new. What 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 issue the issues we face is the Republicans incompetence to actually do the same thing Democrats did to President Trump over a phone call. Over a phone call. We have an open border invasion for four years. Marjorie Taylor Green has been trying so many times in so many which ways she could to get Biden for an a real issue, which is a literal incompetence to perform his presidential duties if he's unwilling or unable whichever it is to perform his job for the duties of the president to protect this country she must be impeached and it could have been done easily on the border not about his mental capacity or is he healthy is he not what is he doing obviously we know who he is
0: her report says that Biden willfully, willfully, Jordana retained and disclosed classified materials. OK, but he, but he didn't charge, No criminal charges because the man, uh, the, the, his direct interactions with the observations of the president. These are his words. He said it, it would be very difficult. Like that's like kind of impossible, maybe uh, to convince a jury. That they should convict this man. Uh, and he put a lot of descriptives in the report about it. Uh, this former president, well into his 80s, uh, of a serious felony that requires a mental state of willfulness. Legally, what do you say to that? And which is it? Don't, don't Either 25th Amendment or charge Biden. Which is it?
3: Charge Biden. Because the job of the special counsel and the Department of Justice is not to create affirmative defense for President Biden, that would be the job of President Biden's defense counsel. The Department of Defense has to find that the crime has been committed by the defendant who had committed it, the probable cause and uh, uh, beyond reasonable doubt proof that the individual defendant committed the crime. It is not the, who it, who the defendant is. It is about what the crime is at the time it was committed. So because now Biden is the president and because the defendant may be Biden, her in his 300 page, uh, 300 page report is saying, oh, but he's not competent to stand trial. And the jury is going to be sy- sympathetic. What he has to do by law is to charge And then Biden is going to hire a defense attorney, and defense attorney is going to raise affirmative defenses. One of these defenses is called incompetency to stand trial. Then the Department of Health and Human Services is going to investigate. They have to analyze, and they have to have a hearing on it, and it should be public. So So this is the
0: formal process you're saying? It's a formal process. Well, it's a long
3: process. Well, that's a judicial, that's the legal system we are all bound to uphold. So it has to follow the law. You so, have to follow the law no matter who. All right, so you're
0: saying the council should have charged Biden and the 25th Amendment is not the story here. And it's charged Biden accordingly. She would have been, it should have been his recommendation, you're saying.
3: It should have been not recommendation, but actual charge.
0: Got it, got it. Politico says the White House is livid over the Justice Department's release of a special counsel report that painted a devastating portrait of Joe Biden. But Attorney General Merrick Garland's decision to release it was a foregone conclusion and anything short of publicizing the full report would have been worse. Technically, the report from special counsel Robert Herr and Biden's mishandling of this classified documents is considered confidential under DOJ rules. Her even labeled it as such in practice, but uh, though burying or censoring the port would have been untenable and uh, uh, said the DOJ is what they're saying, Booker. Uh, so this is a high stakes game. Garland rolled a die. He let it be released. Now he's sort of the bad guy in that. Is, I'm guessing you're going to tell me, Booker, that this was <laughs> all strategic in nature, that Garland's in on the gig. Yes or no?
2: Well, well what are the, what is the White House supposed to say? You know, they are supposed to put out that type of statement. Exactly. Uh, do you believe that Joe Biden has been running the country for the last three years? To Jordana's point, is that earlier, a
0: multiple choice question?
2: No, it's not. It's rhetorical <laughs> completely. Uh, Jordana said earlier uh, uh, about Joe Biden and his middle competence. We knew prior to him being elected uh, what his competence was, and and for a political view, if you want to know if it's political or not. If he's not going to be charged, and of course, I would point out that uh, his mental competence, according to her, who is an attorney, would be subjective. But we can all see what we can see, and our eyes don't lie to us. Uh, we know his he has no competence to be the president of the United States and the leader of the free world. We've known that for years. So if he is not going to be charged, then it becomes the responsibility of those in Congress to hold him accountable under the yeah. 25th Amendment. So well, why aren't they? Well
0: and, uh, yeah, yeah,
2: why are they not? I mean because, it,
0: it,
3: he, uh, because yeah. there was no finding of fact that yeah. he's not mentally incompetent. That fact would have been established only had he been charged, and his defense counsel raised no. the defense, and then the no. Department of Health and Human Services actually performed health evaluation. He created yeah. A, uh, he, agreed, he he violated the law. He got yeah. caught red handed. So did Hillary Clinton. But we're just well, going to pass. Well, hold we're on gonna... to
0: your point, both of you, though. And in, in, in Cindy Powell brought that same point up, Jordana, you just talked about. She brought up Hillary Clinton and what she got away with. Uh, And she actually took. A classified material, by the way, remove. D- listen to this, guys. Uh, uh, as as uh, Sydney said to Vols, she took the highest level classified material, the country like you get hung for this stuff. Like this is the highest secret or it never sees the light of day. Remove the headlines, the, 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 the letterhead, cut it off, made copies and circulated them on her BlackBerry. Now, how the hell do you make that up, Georgiana?
3: <laughs> you don't. Yeah. It's it's literally she destroyed subpoenaed documents, records, and
0: it then bleach glitter cr- things, hammered things to death. But but to the point, hold on, Jordana, and, and I gotta get to the crux of this because. But is which is my point actually? She escaped everything like all the others have escaped, they're, they're like Houdini is over there. What makes you think they're going to lock up a president, the 46th president? He doesn't have a shot in the they're not going to lock him up based on this. So, I don't think of it really course
3: no. Of course, not. Of so, course, not. But the public, the public knows that there is a two system of justice and yeah, two tiers of justice, and sure. that alone. Yeah. Destroys our country and the Constitution. One hundred One hundred
0: percent. We can't. So the point is, if we can't charge him and convict him, then do we leave it in a person that's got no cognitive ability in office, or do we Twenty Fifth Amendment th- him the hell out of there? Yes. Yes or no, Jordan Yes or no?
3: You can't have Twenty Fifth Amendment out. Based on gossip among Republicans, you have a fact, you have to have a factual (laughs) findings that he is not competent by medical experts.
0: Oh, love it! Love it. Say what you really mean, please. Book it. What do you say?
2: (laughs) I, I don't disagree again that her opinion is subjective, and but at the same time, shouldn't the politicians, Republican and Democrat, be asking those questions and and that's where an impeachment hearing comes in or the 25th amendment which the 25th amendment is done by the cabinet and i don't think any of those cabinet members unless right. it is time for them to move joe along which that's is, right um, unless it's part, part of the strategy part right. of the strategy which you've been
0: talking about booker on your show and been talking about a lot. It's part yeah. of the strategy maybe an uh, incredible conversation here. Uh, uh, now you see why I just love these people here. Uh, Booker Scott is, let me just tell you, uh, I am a huge fan. One of the best political voices I think out there and my dear friend. And he is just terrific. Truth be told with Booker Scott, 6 p.m. weekdays, he is working hard. He's working hard to save our country. He's working hard. Uh, the guy is a worker man. And he's right here on the platform. And uh, six, support that show. Support. Get that out there. And, uh and then one of my favorite favorite uh, legal voices just to, but the thing about Jordana is Jordana Schiffinelli, great attorney e- economist great political mind uh and man does she have an opinion that's what I love about Jordana Schiffanelli man you know uh she gets right to it and uh, and our very, and our dear dear friend Sydney Powell up front of the broadcast and Sydney brought some muscle to the upfront part of the broadcast we we really are blessed and uh pleased to have her join us she's pretty selective these days and uh, where she goes and talks about this stuff because everybody wants to get her. And uh, and so you can't do those gotcha moments on here. I know some of you think you can, but you can't uh, because uh, you'll you'll burn your bridges real quick and those people are not going to come back. So Sydney is a class act. Friends, that's all the time we have here. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. Remember, it's all back at AmericaOutloud.News. Get back there and share the out loud truth, please, and help us secure liberty and justice for all in our great nation. We need to make that nation great once again here. Thank you for joining me on the mission. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.